0: Hola, Jambo, e Cabo. Welcome to the Rich Immigrant Podcast. This podcast was created to be what the next immigrant needs to thrive and what we need as an immigrant community. In this podcast, we talk about attaining financial independence, living full lives in the new countries we call home, and we'll do all that while talking about topics that pertain to the immigrant community all over the world. We'll do that with grace, with truth, with love and yes, with great background music. So please dance into every podcast episode with me. I'm Dio Teru, and I'm your host. Welcome. Hey, 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 happy new year and welcome back to the podcast. <laughs> this year, good news ain't money, testimonies. Good to follow, 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 follow you day go. Mm-hmm. Okay, I know you didn't sign up for my singing, but I think I think I think I held one notes consistently, sha. But I'm excited to be back, and this is episode I think it's 71 and season seven of the Rich Immigrant Podcast. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so we're still in January and still going through the first 31 days of the month, and I hope you're well. Um, you know, whether you're feeling the new year or you're not really feeling it, the whole new year excitement, or if you're somewhere in between, I'm just glad that you are here. And so I'm back to work. I've been back to work for like three weeks now. Um, after spending Christmas in London, new year in St. Lucia, London was just great spending time with my family, seeing my parents, my brother for the only time in 2022, seeing my niece for the first time in three years, pandemic and passport issues, (laughs) You know, I'm just thankful that we're all in good health and healthy, especially after my dad had a health scare, you know, earlier this year, sorry, in September last year. And then, you know, St. Lucia was just me time because I just need time alone to just recharge my batteries, to just reset and to just be without another to-do list. Although I did take some of my to-do list to St. Lucia and then I had to free myself at some point to say stop. But anyway, it was just, I do an annual... You know, starting in 2019, I ring in the new year somewhere new by myself. I mean, I've done it with friends, but I've also mostly done it by myself as well. It's just a fun tradition for no reason that I enjoy. And I've come to just treasure and look forward to um, every end of the year. And so I'm back to work and it is the busiest time at my job. Um, And probably working, you know, 60, 70 hour weeks, Monday through Saturday and Sunday. Sometimes I'll do some a bit of work from home. It's just what it is from now through The end of February, maybe a bit of March. Um, And so if you've listened to the podcast for a while, I always strategically never podcast in February, but somehow it hasn't worked out with this cycle and I felt like I couldn't just disappear for two months and not, not do anything in January and February. So I'm going to try to power through a season in my busiest time at work. Um, we'll see how that goes. But I just want to let you know so that you can give me grace if I skip a week or two in there. Just know that your girl is going through it. And so I wasn't able to kind of do it all. Um, and so you know, I'm gonna do my best, gonna carry through this season. I may not bring out my um my um interviews until March. Because I have a good number of solid interviews lined up for this episode for this season, but they may not come until March. So give me grace. But anyway, um, I want to talk to us. I want to just have a conversation, almost like the one I'm having with myself anyway, um, about things, money moves, or things to do differently with our finances this year, right? Um, and of course, if you're doing certain things and they're working, keep at it. But if you keep doing the same thing and it ain't working and you don't change your mind, isn't that insanity? Somebody described it like that, not me. Um, But the point is, something has got to change. But let's focus on the things that are within our control because there are things that are happening in the economy that, you know what, we don't know. I don't have a crystal ball. That's above us. But let's focus on the things that we can control. So number one, something we should do differently, is removing and addressing the convenience of online shopping. And yes, this is a table that I'm going to shake. This is a topic that I'm going to bring up because online shopping is killing budgets, you know? So the convenience is insane. I I mean, when I order something on my Amazon app, I tell myself, wow, I don't even have to think about it. I can even be half asleep with one eye open, just press a few clicks. Next thing, my credit card has been charged and then in two three two days, I get the thing at my front door. It is too easy to spend money. And, um, some research shows that um, 63% of shopping occasions begin online. And in addition to that, nearly half of consumers shop more on their mobile than in-store. And so like I talked about, that Amazon app is way too convenient. So This is the year, and especially, you know, I think I was reading an article that says in the evening time is when a lot of online shopping happens. So think about it. Maybe you're back from work, you're relaxing, just going through your phone. You think, oh, you see something on Instagram. I'm going to order that. Or you're just scrolling and it's easy. And you, especially for shopping, where we now have apps for all the stores, for clothing, for electronics on our phone, it is just so easy. So I think this is the year that we are conscious of that convenience and we take active steps. So if you know what are your triggers, when do you tend to online shop more, right? So if you're online shopping evenings more, then maybe, maybe you replace that scrolling activity with something else. Or maybe, you know, for me, it's my Amazon app. And this year, I'm really rethinking, do I really need my Amazon Prime? Last year, because I moved, I bought a home, I needed to order a lot of things. But right now, I'm like, is it even really worth it? And is it just becoming too convenient for me to order yet another thing. And so for me, this year, I'm going to just think about, do I want to cancel my Amazon Prime in May when it comes due for the annual renewal or not? Um, because I feel like if I don't have Prime, I think that puts a layer of, of consciousness because then I'm like, okay, I have to think up all the things I want to order and maybe add up, up to like $50 so it, then I get free shipping and all that stuff. So I, I, it, it makes me question whether I really want what I want to get before I get it. And I've really been thinking about it. I don't think I need Prime anymore. And yes, Prime has some movies and all that stuff. I think I've had Prime for, what, seven years now? And I think last year was the first time I watched a movie on Prime. (laughs) Um, So I'm just thinking, just really thinking through whether it's worth it. So whatever your online shopping trigger, really think through, okay, do you need that app on your phone? Like, okay, if you really need to buy an outfit, maybe... It takes a little bit more effort to go on your computer and log on and make it less comfortable for you to be able to be triggered to go online shopping. So 2023 is the year that we address the triggers for unnecessary online shopping. Of course, convenience is nice, especially for things that we need. But I think there's a bit of discipline that we need to put and guardrails we need to put for ourselves to protect ourselves and to protect our wallet anyway i feel like i don't need to say much you get where i'm you get where i'm going with this all right number two of course you expected this 2023 is the year we stick to a budget <laughs> and you know i know it's boring but it is foundational and it works so 73 percent of americans do not follow a form of budgeting. And the thing is that, you know, when we think about budgeting, I think people see it as someone restricting you, someone laying down the law. And to be honest, when you first start budgeting, it may feel that way, especially if you've never had some kind of, you know, order to your spending. But you don't have to have a crazy spreadsheet to be budgeting. You can do it by hand. You can do it by app. You can do it by spreadsheets. You know, you can just, you know, categorize to say, okay, here's here's the amount I'm going to invest. Here's the amount I'm going to save. Here's the amount for my bills. And here's the remaining I'm going to spend. And once that spending is done, I'm done for the month. That's an okay way to budget. It may not be the most precise, but so long as you're saving and investing or paying off debt in the right amount that you want to, then that could work for you. So let 2023 be the year that you budget your way. I have done episodes on budgeting. I've done Instagram posts. I've shared apps, whatever you want. I have it for you. So I hope 2023 is the year that you start budgeting and that you stick to budgeting. Um, you know, I think I'll say that, you know, budget your way, but please budget right? Um, Whether you loosely budget, whether you tightly budget, just please start something. Have a plan for your money. Budgeting to me is empowering because it tells me, okay, here's how much you have for entertainment this month. And once you have entertained yourself to the tune of this amount, it's over. But I know that I have been entertained, you know? Um, But I also think about, okay, what creative ways, how can I make sure this entertainment budget goes far, right? Um, And so I want to make sure that that there are no leaks in my spending and I can know where the leaks are. So it's not just making a budget, it's checking it to say, okay, I had a $100 for entertainment this month, but somehow I have entertained and chopped life to the tune of $250. That is a leak and I need to plug it, right? I need to fix it. Um, And so budgeting is what winners do. And so be intentional and give your money an assignment. Give your money a job. You Budgeting is you sitting in the in the control position to tell your money what to do versus your money just kind of going around and doing many things. And at the end of the month, you're like, wait, what happened? Um, I read somewhere that, you know, you don't want to have time left at the end of your month. (laughs) At the end of your money, at the end of the month, you want to have money left at the end of your time and not the other, you know, when you have time left, it's like, oh, it's January 15th and the salary is done. The paycheck is done. There's nothing else coming for the month. You don't want to have time left at the end of your money. All right, so number three of uh, money moves we're going to make this year is we're going to budget for inflation. I know I've been talking about this, but, you know, I don't know if where you are in the world, but, you know, the price of eggs in the United States of America, ladies and gentlemen, ha, huh, it choke. And that's a term when we say, you know, it's, it's just, it's a Nigerian slang for like, it's wild, it's crazy. Um, and so, as you're budgeting please adjust for inflation and that may mean a little less disposable income for you to enjoy but the times are the times and maybe we need to eat less eggs i was looking at vegan options and they're ain't they ain't cheap either so i'm going to have to find protein some other way or or just you know you know just look for some veggies or something to get my nutrition because yo You know, I don't really buy eggs that much. I wasn't buying it often. And then I went to Costco and I was like, ah, this is the price of eggs at Costco. Then what are other stores going to do? And meanwhile, somebody out there is making millions of dollars. So let's just, let's just pray for this flu that these birds have caught that, you know, let's just pray for healing. But anyway, it's time for us to, um, a budget for inflation so that we're not starting with unrealistic budgets from the start anyway. All right, number four, being intentional about how we deploy our money. So, yes, I know many of us are, you know, we're saving and all that stuff. But how much is in checking? How much is in savings? How much is investing? How much is going through us your debt payoff and why? Right. So it comes down to your goals. So if you have a goal, you want to retire at the age of 45, but all your money is in cash. You are a joker. Because cash is not going to get you anywhere. Um, Or are you looking to save money for your first home, yet all your money is invested in stock and you want to buy the home in the next year? Again, you're a joker because where your money is allocated is not reflective of your goals. And so, yes, it's good to save money. It's good to be good with money and put money aside. But are you putting all your money in your checking account or in a traditional bank account and you're not even getting savings that you could, I mean, interest that you could get from a high yield savings account? So I think it's just important as you start off the year and kind of figure out what you do with your finances, be intentional about, okay, here's where, here's, hmm, gosh, Here's what we're putting in this bucket and here's why. And here's why it is aligned with what our goals or with what with my goals are um, for this year. All right. So like I said, the bottom line of that one is being intentional about your goals and make sure your money, the way you are allocating it out each month is aligned with those goals so that your money, you're putting your money to work, but it's doing the right kind of work for you. You get it? All right. Number five. This one may not be the most popular, but I'm just going to say it. Number five is, this is the year that we do not wait on student loan forgiveness if you're in the U.S. And I'll tell you why I say this, right? I support the student loan forgiveness efforts, um, even though I never qualified for student loans. Um, I, I, I fully understand that certain, um, certain demographics are, um, you know, affected by the burden of student loan um, in a way that's, you know, frankly unfair. And so I support, you know, I don't think long-term wiping everybody's debt, I don't think that's sustainable. I don't think the government can afford to do so. Um, but I, I see the the forgiveness as at least a step to lessen that burden in a way. Um, so I support it. However, it's been a roller coaster. And so who knows at this point whether it will fully go through. And so if the... If the student loan forgiveness is your grand plan to pay off your student loans, then I personally think you should rethink that because what if it never happens? And of course, think about if you're paying off debt, think about you know the interest rates and all that stuff. I've done a podcast on how to think about paying off debt, so definitely look at that. But at this point, I would, as painful as it is, I would stop banking on that happening. And you know what? While you're at it, if you get approved, if it gets approved, then God does go through, you will still get your loans forgiven. So I would not put your life on hold waiting for this plan because I don't know if or when it could go through. All right. Now, number six, diversify your income stream. I mean, I think You know, we had the wealth building clinic and vision boarding session and an overwhelming theme for a lot of the 21 women there was that we all wanted to have other streams of income. And yo, I feel this. I feel this so hard. (laughs) Um, I've talked about diversifying my income stream for a while and I've been talking. (laughs) So this is the year that I am setting exact goals to make it a reality Um, And that's because, you know, yes, I have a salary. And I I talked about how I think I've been comfortable because of I have a nine to five. And sometimes your nine to five can make you not lazy, but just not as hungry. Um, But, you know, with having a mortgage and other financial responsibilities now, things have changed. My eyes have opened. So I am very intentional about wanting to make sure what I'm investing and all of those things are in line with, you know, what I want and that I'm able to start to intentionally creates diverse income streams. Um, it's 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 insurance, it's protection for, you know what, things may go down. Who knows with the economy and there's still news of layoffs, especially in tech, and who knows what will come for the rest of the year. So even if it's a side income that only gives me $100 a month, that is $100 a month less for me to worry about if I were to lose my job today. And so 2023, let it be the year that we find ways to diversify our income streams. And yes, you don't have to start you know, making a six figures in your income stream. It's okay. You can start by making $100 a month, $200, but have a plan and start to build on it. And then the last item I'm going to talk about, number seven, is deploying your savings into the right bucket. And that kind of is in line with what I talked about a few points ago about being intentional about where your money is. If you have savings today, and it's for cash, that is your emergency fund, or it is um, funds that you need in the next few years, and it is sitting in a regular savings account, then really, 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 I have a problem with you today because we have talked about high yield savings accounts, and now they're paying what three percent plus in interest rates, and CDs are paying even higher interest rates, and I bonds are paying even higher interest rates. So if it's money you need in the short to medium term, For the love of God, please put it in a high yield savings account and let's at least get some cash compared to the pennies you're getting in your traditional savings account. And so those are the seven things, seven money moves I think we need to make this year, seven things we need to do differently with our finances this year. Um, If you're scared of what's to come, I'm going to say, I hear you. We don't know what the economy is bringing, but I'm also going to challenge you not to sleep on yourself this year a lot of the listeners on this podcast are immigrants, you have moved from one country to another to build a life where you are. Remember that more than most people, you are equipped for whatever lies ahead. And in general, you know, it might be potentially rocky, but that means it's time to double down. It's time to double down and plant seeds and lay the groundwork. That might mean investing in learning, double down on that. That means it's pushing through on your ideas, double down on execution. It might mean training for your career so you get the next career um, um, pivot that you want to make. Don't just take a course, follow through on the actions. Don't take another course if you have not actually executed on the last course you took. Don't just listen to this podcast. Do one thing that I've from what I've shared today. Dreamers, there are plenty. Everybody's a dreamer. But executors, doers, they are few, and they're the ones that win. And so thank you so much for being here. (laughs) Happy New Year, my people. And um, I'm so glad to be back. And let's go 2023. See you next week. Cheers. Hey there. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Rich Immigrant Podcast. Before you go, I'd like you to know that there will always be room for you at this table. And as I wrap this up, I'd like to ask for your help with a few things to help support and amplify the message of the podcast. First, please subscribe. Click the subscribe button and that way you're notified of new episodes. Second, if you enjoyed this episode, please write and review the podcast. That way you're signaling to Apple that the content here is, you know what, popping and you amplify our message to other potential listeners and last but not least please follow us at instagram at the rich immigrant and as we go out into the world i hope that you're encouraged to show up and live fully in whatever country you've chosen to call home ciao bye Odevo see you next time <music>